On this episode of Fight Recap, we have Adesanya versus Costa. Dun, dun, dun. What the fuck? Stay tuned, guys. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Andy Smith. And I'm Tim Fulton. And this is the Fight Recap. Fight Recap. I don't know why. We're going to be recapping Adesanya versus Costa. We are. Let's jump right into it. Holy shit. Dude, this guy is the real fucking deal. He really is at this point. This, I didn't think that this fight was going to go like this. No, no. It was high tension. Could have gone the way that I thought it was going to go at any point in time. At the end of the first round, it looked like it was going to start being that kind of fight. With Costa just charging after him. But uh, he didn't. I think those low leg kicks changed the entire fight. I yeah. mean, landed like fucking 30 of them. Yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous. And Costa kept like shaking his head, no, no. But shake your head all you want, man. Yeah. It doesn't change how much damage is happening to your leg. Yeah. It, I've never... I don't know who else is going to challenge him. I was, the- I was, that was going to be my end question for you. Who do you put him up against at this point? I don't know. Um, He's beating the power. The only person that he had like a not really definitive um, fight against was Yoel. I mean, everyone else he's beaten. Whitaker, he beat him twice. Um, and then Yoel had that weird fight, but I th- that was as close to a perfect title fight as you can get against yeah. a guy like Costa. And Costa really- beat Romero. I mean, I thought Romero won that fight, but it was a fucking war. This was like, I mean, he he always makes me nervous because he, he uses so much head movement. He's so good at it, but he just gets out of the way. Yeah, I know. It was imp- so impressive how fast he was throwing those question mark kicks. Dude, those he, kicks were ridiculous. Credit to Costa. He, he made a miss the first, I think, five that he threw. But then that one that cut his eyebrow open was, dude. That was the beginning of the end. Who do you, who do you put against him now? Who Who's next? I honestly have no idea. I mean... Someone's got to be next. Yo, I know his whole spiel is make me the goat as fast as humanly possible. Yeah. I still think it's obviously too early to say that, but dude is reaching it pretty damn quick. Yeah. His his name is in the bucket. He has some big shoes to fill with uh, that division with Anderson Silva. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely just stepped up another stone towards that with this performance. It's not just about wins with that it's the performance on top of it and he just took out one of the scariest dudes in the division and almost made it look easy yeah like everything was was pretty much flawless i don't think he got hit with anything big he got hit with two or three leg kicks that made me like oh shit because costa started firing back with the leg kicks and they were they were working they were they were were good they were just a little too late yeah but fuck dude that guy's so good he's not wrong precision his striking and he he really didn't i mean he dropped him with the with with the right but there wasn't a ton of boxing going on yeah it was mostly the leg kicks that were fucking up costa's whole game but fuck dude that guy's so good he's so good because you think about who like costa fought romero the fight that they had they couldn't put each other away then Izzy fights him, puts him down in the second round. And it goes back to something I said. I'm going to give myself a pat on the back. Nobody's the fucking same after they fight Yoel Romero. <laughs> Everyone that has fought Yoel Romero 
that has either lost to him or had a war with him is not the same after they fight him. Izzy's the only one that fought Yoel where it was like super boring. There was like six strikes total in the yeah. fight. But everyone that he fights, it's like they're, they change. Like, I mean, Weidman, Rockhold, not, I'm not saying Costa's changed, but after they fight him, something happens to their brain. I don't know. Just a different sport for them after that. I don't know. Just feels different. I don't know. They're obviously never, I don't think they're ever going to do the OL rematch just because the first one was so boring. Who would want to watch it? But the crazy, the, yeah, I agree. Agree. Yeah, so, so I think that that's not there, but you're right. Who's left? But the thing is, is that if nobody else is there and Romero is number one, you can't just circle back to him. Well, you can if that's the fuck. Like, do you make see? Do you make like Costa fight Romero and then another title? But then you got to wait six months, eight months till you give Izzy another title fight. Now nah, they got to throw someone. They ha- I don't know who they throw, but they got to throw someone. Who, I'm I'm gonna look something up real quick just to talk about this. Um, While you're doing that, I'm gonna remind all of you fine folks at home to go to BrodownPro.com where you can all get your cool ass Brodown shit. We were doing sales every Tuesday. They last the whole week, but we switch up what is on sale. So if you have something in mind, pop back in every now and then and see if it's, you know, a little bit off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is from – that's from 2015. What? No, this is old. Come on. Okay. So while Andy is continuing to look up the rankings – for this division, I'm going to again remind you guys that not only are we available on YouTube, but we are also available on all your favorite podcast apps. So you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, the, the, there's all the little ones out there too. Anchor.fm have us. So if you have a podcast app available on your phone, you can find us by looking up the BroDown Podcast. We're a little guy, so you might have to search around a little <laughs> bit, but we are there. Go to BroDownPro.com because our link is there as well. Kudos to you for filling the time while my monkey brain tried to figure out the internet. I try. So, number one, Robert Whitaker. Two is Paula Costa, who just lost. Three is uh, Jared Cannonier, who Paula, who Robert Whitaker is fighting already next. Yeah. So, in my opinion, and then you have Jack Hermanson at number four. You all remember Yoel Romero number five. Darren Till six. Brunson at seven. Gaslam at eight. Weidman, and then Uriah Hall. So. Gasoline's fought. Weidman's not going to get the shot. Till and Brunson, no. Yoel, no. So it's going to be probably the winner of Cannoneer and Whitaker. Which if Whitaker wins... Then it's the third one. Yeah. So... That makes you almost wish Cannoneer wins that that fight. Yeah, but say he say he beats... Say say he uh, Cannoneer wins and he goes and fights Izzy. Let's just say. Okay. And then just say, for lack of a better, Izzy, Izzy wins again. Who do you fucking put in there? I don't know. If we're talking that far in the distance. There's no that's... one compelling, though, because he's fought everybody. I guess Darren Till. But who the fuck's Darren Till fighting? Darren Till called out Yo Romero once when he was drunk. And then he <laughs> apologized the next day. <laughs> he literally that. said, that did I just classic. fucking call out Yo Romero when I was drunk? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I've. I freaking love Darren Till. He's his, awesome. His Instagram is one of the best things I've ever seen in my entire life. But yeah. But I, I guess Darren Till would be the next guy up if he if he would want to take the match. 
I don't know if he could rise to that occasion, though. He's going to have to fight somebody beforehand. They can't wait that long. I don't know if he's got... He probably has a fight booked already. It's he had a fight a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago? Darren Till? Maybe a couple of months ago. I don't know. It's one in the morning. It is one in the morning here, so we're running on E. Okay. All right, let's go up to the next fight. The light heavyweight match. Reyes versus Blakovich. Blakovich. Upset. It was an upset. Yes, it was. You know, I don't know what Reyes' game plan was from the get-go, but it was immediately derailed. Yeah, I. it, it looked like he was uh, trying to obviously avoid the right hand of Blakovich, which ended up being a left hand that caught him back. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think Dominic was just trying to stay stay outside and, and read for the first round and the second round. But then he just couldn't seem to figure out how to, how to get in on him without – Compromising, it was kind of like at a stalemate. It was not really a high-paced fight. Yeah, and then Jan shattered his nose with a punch, and then I think Reyes back against the wall, kind of feeling, and he and he went after him, and then he he got caught with that left, and that was it. I thought the fight might have been stopped a tad early, but I'd rather see it stopped early than late. Yeah. But, Regardless of if it was early or not, I kind of wanted it to stop. Yeah. <laughs> when guys get seriously injured like that early, like when, when you can see their noses broken or shattered, yeah. I have trouble con- continuing to watch. Yeah. I can watch fights with cuts. I can watch brawls. But when you see a guy seriously injured like that and they keep going, it's just one of those things. It's like watching like Cause Saw. You, yeah, because you know what's going on in the nose. Yeah, and, and like you can – Feel the when they crunch. get hit in it, you're like, "Fuck, Whoa. that's gotta hurt yeah, I, so bad." I was nervous. We had three more rounds of. Yeah, true. Like, it turned into Play-Doh. Bro- yeah, huh, huh. So, so I'm kind of happy it ended like that. So this is this is interesting, right? Because, you know, eight months ago, Jan Blahovich calling out John Jones, nobody was really cared, kind of thing, because oh. everyone's like, "Oh, you're not we're really near that." John vacates the title, gets a shot with Dominic Reyes. Reyes went. Five rounds, arguably, a lot of people think he won that fight against John Jones. Yeah. Comes in and fight Jan. Jan knocks him out in the second round. Yeah, but as we all know, uh, MMA math doesn't always make sense. It doesn't. So, but, so the real question here is does John Jones come back to settle the score here? Because obviously he left the division because he was more interested in the heavyweight division. Probably because he didn't think he had any for multiple reasons, right? Yeah, there's nobody left. I don't think at 205 that he was interested in, and this goes back to a lot of things that people said about John Jones fighting people who he didn't, he who, who doesn't think that are on his level. Those know. are the performances where you're like, oh my god, this guy's really good. Yeah, and it's weird too because usually when guys fight a high level guy, they learn a lot and they do better. But look at Anthony Smith. He's on a, on a skid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dominic Reyes now, after he fought him, didn't look like the guy that fought John Jones. Just didn't look like him, right? Yeah. Um, this was another fight, real quick, that an early leg kick probably made a huge difference. Do you remember that fucking Oh, the rib brute. shot, too. Oh, the rib shot. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. The, oh two of them. Two, two of them that, that started it off, and it was vicious, vicious power. Like... It looked like he got hit with a crowbar. Jan is just one of those dudes. Like, he's built like he's made of, like, stone or something. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. those guys that 
not overly fast, but when they hit you, it's you could see that it's just different. It's not it's not like they do with any crazy thing yeah. you've never seen before. Like uh, Shane Carwin was like that. Granted, heavyweight, but he would hit guys with just like a punch, and it, it lights out every time. Um, Jan seems to be one of those guys. He just has this like density to him, where when he hits it, like it's just fucking different. Yeah, I know. Um, and now I, he's the champ at 38 years old. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that earlier because there was the the flyweight bout between Kai Kara and Brandon Roval, mm. and they had a fucking brawl. And I'm yes. not saying that these guys are weak by any stretch of the imagination, but those guys landed fucking brutal hits on each other. Yeah. But it's just not the same knockout power. No. So it, it's just fun. It's a different type of fun when you watch those fights, right? It's always way more interesting or way more um, – on the edge of your seat feeling when yeah. you know somebody's bringing power in there that they've proven that all they have to do is land one. Yeah. Yeah. Even up to the final bell, like there's always those fights where it, it could be a war or, you know, back and forth. But if no guy has that, that gift in the hands or the, it's not, it's just not as exciting. Yeah. There's fights with guys where they're losing the whole fight, but you, you're still like, oh, he, if he just lands one, if he just lands one, it could change it because we've seen it a, how many times. Um, I just don't know who fights Jan now. I don't know who fights Jan. Let's look at the rankings for there. So we have uh, – oh, no, that's him. To the right, to the right. Oh, his picture's not there. So we have uh, – oh, Tiago Santos. Dominic Reyes just lost. Jan Blahovich was number three. Do you think Glover Teixeira could get a title fight? I mean, we've seen weirder things. He's Glover ranked number Teixeira. He, I mean, huh. the rankings haven't changed yet based off of tonight, so we still have a little time to see what exactly happens. But prior to this fight, he was ranked number four. Number one and three just fought each other. So, I mean. Yeah, and who did he just – who did Glover just fight and beat? Anthony Smith. Well, he had a fight after Anthony Smith. He demolished Anthony Smith. And yeah. He fought someone else. I forget who. But Tiago Santos is the guy that fought John Jones and, again, arguably won, but he blew both of his knees out Ugh. in, like, the first and second round. Both ACLs torn. He's getting up there in age, though. How old is he at this point? He's 42? 41? I feel bad. Uh, he's 40. 40. So, I mean, Jan is 37. in the tooth, but he's been fighting for a long time. Yeah. Um, so, with that, I mean, Tiago Santos is not as well known as Glover. Glover might leapfrog him for a title fight. I, you never know what the fuck's going to happen. I dude. mean, if he's going to get it, now is the time, I would think. Yeah, but that dude's a scary dude, too. He's a guy that no, not enough people talk about. Yeah. It would be kind of fun. He and did... guess who he beat last time? No, he lost. No, he won against Jan Blahovich. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were talking about the John Jones fight. No, but if you look, the last time he fought was July 6th of 2019. Because so he had to have both ACLs repaired, I believe. So it's been a hot minute. Yeah. I don't know. But he knocked out Jan Blahovich. That's interesting. That might be the fight if he's healthy. Well, they also said that Jan went back to his old camp, yeah. rearranged his style, figured some things out. So maybe it would be a cool. I'm guessing it's either cool Santos or I'm guessing it's either 
uh, to Shara. I've not looked up if they had fights booked. It's too early. My brain's not firing right now to look it up. But I'm guessing either one of those guys gets it because Glover, he's getting so he's getting to the point where if he has another fight and he loses, you just lost a big name that could possibly put into a title shot. Yeah, yeah. You know, so if they're going to give him a shot, now's the time. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that sentiment. We'll see what they actually do because. Yeah, who, man. Who who are we in the world? This fight or this card was was really good. Though they got me like reinterested in a lot of things that I've been not paying attention to recently, like where everyone's standing and who's getting the shots. Because once John Jones left, it's very interesting. And then now Izzy fought him uh, Costa and beat him in the way that he did. It's almost like you have to put somebody. Here's the thing, right? When you're trying to sell a fight, yeah. If you sell the fight as this guy's unbeatable, nobody can beat him. The way what you're selling there is okay. You want to either have the people you're selling to are people that really, really like that guy that want to just see him win, or people that hate him so much they want to see him lose. Now that's the other side has only worked, I think, for one guy, and that was Floyd Mayweather. People just paid to see him lose at the hopes that he was going to lose, and he never did. If you're tuning to the fan base, it's like, oh, I'm going to pay to see him kick the shit out of somebody. But what people really want to see is it's the possibility of somebody losing. Yeah. Like, there has to be something at stake. So, if you have to put somebody against Izzy where you think that they can beat him. And that's not going to be somebody that he's demolished recently. Right? That makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? So, the only guy that we mentioned in that list... That besides Darren Till, who definitely has a shot at beating him because he had a very weird match against him, was Yoel. Because nobody wants to see a punching bag. Like nobody wants to see that. No, I agree with you, but you you have the same problem. If you're going to sell a match, you have to make it sellable. Yes. I don't think anyone's gonna want to see Yoel at Asanya too. Nobody wants to see that first fight again. Yeah, yeah, but everyone's gonna think it's this going to be the same thing. That's I'm not true. saying it's going to be the same thing. I think both of them would come in with, well, I think you all will come in with a dramatically different game plan. That would be my thought, but I don't think the general public would. So I don't think Dana White is going to sit back. And yeah, it's a know, weird it's a, one. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Dana White's going to sit back and say, you know, what's a good idea. Let's do the boring fight again. I don't see it happening. Yeah. Yeah, Dana would be the one to convince on that one. But I, I, I don't think we would see the same fight. Just like when sometimes I, I when you agree see, with you. Yeah, sometimes when you see a war and you're like, oh, they're fighting again. And it's not the same fight. It's just you can't replicate it. Yeah. So yeah. I think with the, the things that they learned from that fight, I think it's just going to be a different fight. I think that that fight got – the tone was set so early <laughs> and they just didn't know how to get out of that dance rhythm. Did you see the meme that was like uh, – I think it was a GIF or something like that where – it looks like that they're learning how to use the controllers. So what they took out of that fight, they learned the controls. Exactly. They learned the controls. Exactly. I, w- I want to watch Yoel Romero fight everybody. Except people I like. Except people I like. Yeah. Darren Till, you stay home. I like you. Yeah. Yeah, so it's either – I guess it's either D- Till or, or Romero. Yeah, yeah. We'll find out. So we got Till or Romero, and we got um, uh, Santos or – to Shara. Those are our picks. Those are our picks. Let us know how wrong we are. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We have pretty solid cards coming up, too. But let's face it, nothing is going to top the Gagey 
fight. Magomedov, yeah. I wasn't even going to try to That's that. an interesting one because Gaethje, we originally thought that, uh, and again, like you said, MMA math does not make sense. It never makes sense. So Tony Ferguson, we thought, was like a nightmare matchup if there could be something close to one for uh, Khabib because of his style. He doesn't get tired. He, he almost welcomes you to take him down. Yeah. And he's so unorthodox, he just throws crazy shit. Now, the problem that he ran into with Justin was a guy that knows how to wrestle, but only uses it defensively for the most part, and who could box his ass off. Yeah. And he just beat Tony down for five rounds. Yep. Like, he just beat him down. So I would have loved to have seen that Tony fight. Because they booked it like five fucking times, and we're every never, time it was cursed. We're never going to see it. So, I think that that just let all the air out of the fucking bag with that loss to Justin. But Justin, after showing the hands that he did against Tony, and having the defensive wrestling, because he has wrestling, yeah, he just doesn't yeah. use it. He yeah. just prefers not to. Now, because we haven't seen it in so long, we're not really sure how polished it is in the cage. We don't know. We know the defense is there. Yeah. But Khabib has shown time and time again, he don't give a fuck about how good your defense is. He's taking you down. He will get you down. That's it. But he's got to get Justin down before Justin can throw the hands. And I think that next to Tony, after Tony, before he lost to him, Justin was the next guy to to the next guy where you're like, that guy could win. Yeah. Yeah. Not I hope he wins. Like that guy has a legit shot. But we've said that how many times? And we get proven wrong how many times? I know. I really like Justin, though. I know. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of excited. That's going to be one of those fights that, like, I'm hiding behind my shirt the entire time. Yeah. Looking with one eye. See, the thing I is... I really like AJ. The thing is with him, like, McGregor, when he fought Khabib, was so nervous about getting taken down and tiring out. He got dropped by Khabib. Yeah. Justin, I don't think he's going to be as nervous. Now, maybe that's misplaced uh, thought process, and he should be. Plus, that could always change during a fight. Yes. If he finds out he can be taken down, all of a sudden, guys get scared. Yes. It's also, it comes into this. How hard is it going to be for Khabib to take him down? Yeah. And how hard is it going to be for Justin to get back up? Yeah. But I don't think that Justin is going to be as hesitant to throw hands as guys have been in the past because of the shot that Khabib's going to do. He has to get you against the cage to use his wrestling. He doesn't do like power doubles like Chael Sonnen or anything like that. He needs to get you against the cage. And Justin's footwork in recent memory has been very good. So with the background, the confidence he has in his wrestling, I think that Justin's going to be way more comfortable on the feet throwing with Khabib, which I think Khabib's hands shine more because his opponents are so nervous to get taken down. They forget that he can also punch on the feet. So this is a very interesting fight. Well, we have almost an entire month to talk about it. I know. (laughs) We talk about it all the time now. Oh, we're going to talk about it nonstop. Yeah. All right, man. Is there any last thoughts before we sign off? No, there's three other cards there, and if we start talking about them now, it's going to be 5 a.m. by the time we're done. Yeah, let's keep this to where we're at. All right, guys. Let us know in the comments below what you thought about these fights this past weekend. I already told you to go to bronownpro.com, but I didn't tell you. To like and subscribe. Don't forget to hit that little bell notification so you get all of our videos, assuming that you're watching on YouTube. 
And yeah, we'll yeah. catch you guys next time. That's it. Yeah. Signing off. Signing off. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all